here we are. Another episode of Tombstone Minute, the podcast where we discuss the movie Tombstone minute by minute. I'm your host, Rob, and I'm joined by my co-host, Joe. Yeah, I'm here. I'm ready to go. Uh, you know, I've got a little bit of a headache right now. Do you know anything oh. one could take to itself to fix headaches? Oh, I mean, I have one thing you could take, but you should be careful now. It's full of hop. Oh, okay. <laughs> what I'm talking about fine. is this delicious IPA I'm drinking right now. <laughs> oh, is that what that is? Okay. So uh, we're on minute 11, which is the minute where uh, the Earps uh, leave Tucson. And uh, we get some more, another minute of Maddie. And yeah. I know you're a big fan, Joe. I just I feel so bad just for that actress, uh, but we already know how I feel about that. Um, here she meets a new enabler. Yes, Allie the drug dealer, which is uh, Virgil's girl. Do you think they're all just? Well, they all just met. I guess they just met her for the first time. So. Well, so <sighs> what a terrible first impression. Like so, in the movie, it seems like they all just met, but like looking back, I think most of them were already in Dodge City, so. It's sort of weird where they're like, oh, I've always dreamed of this. It's like, you mean in the 25 hours you were on the train? Because I'm pretty sure that was like a plan. You know, they had been together in Dodge City. But that's outside. I don't want to talk about historical stuff. Yeah, we're not fact checkers. No. Honestly, Um, the movie world is probably a lot more fun. They also, there's also one of them mentions a line of like, we could be sisters. Like, what does that mean? What is that all about? Yeah, is it... (laughs) They're I mean, aren't, in a way, aren't they already? Are they all wed? Well, it's interesting you say that, Joe. I did do a little historical looking here. Allie, who is uh, uh, Virgil's girl, um, always stayed with them, but they actually never got married. Hmm. And if we want to continue to poke holes into the historical... Uh, hold on a second. So okay. they never got married, but they're presented as a completely happy couple the entire time. Oh, the no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I just gave you more fuel for your theory here. And uh, I believe that if we if we were to look forward after mm-hmm. the play, who's the one that goes off to do a little uh, bedroom... You're right. Oh, uh, man. Bedroom <laughs> gymnastics. The geriatric old man. Is dragged <laughs> off to bed by his his lover. Oh, the fire man. never went out because they didn't get married. God, you really are building a case here. I'm um, a, a case to be for my relationship to be over. Probably that's what's going to happen. She's just going to wait. It's not a Friday podcast. You can't apologize yet. <laughs> I'm going to get broken up with via a YouTube or an iTunes review. <laughs> Okay, let's hope that doesn't happen. Let's move on well, to talk about it, it, about free publicity. I mean, I would think that that would go viral. That could be a story. That's true. Why would people want to listen to the? I guess they would want to listen to it. You're right. You're right. There's a lot of a lot of good good could happen. I want to hear the door one with that dork who got broken up with <laughs> on an iTunes review. So so the other the other um, Morgan's wife. Uh, I I'm sorry. I should have checked over the weekend if it's Luis or Luisa. But I looked her up historically and she had arthritis. And Is that why she had the laudanum? Yeah, well, it would explain it a little bit. And actually, um, because she's so fragile, at least that's what Morgan thought, he had asked her to stay in California. And she actually only showed up later on her own, but then later on actually left. So like her whole timeline isn't really true in this movie. Hmm. But that would explain, though, why she has the laudanum. No, actually, she doesn't have it. Allie has it. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. 
Well, they could all be sisters, so it's hard to tell them apart. (laughs) Um, And the other thing that happens here is we first get Doc mentioned by character in the movie. Wyatt mentions Doc. It's such a weird uh, exchange, too. It is a weird exchange, and it actually made me really mad on a rewatch. Explain. Well, Wyatt mentions Doc, asks how he's doing. Virgil fills him in. Doc mentions, I mean, uh, Wyatt mentions that he misses Doc, and Virgil says he doesn't. Yeah. Why doesn't Virgil well, like him? Well, Doc does tend to attract trouble. Well, okay. And Virgil, I think we can say, is the most straight-laced out of the He's bunch. He's a law and order guy. So, I, I th- and I, I would imagine that Wyatt brings out the best in Doc, because... In in this next scene, is probably Doc at his worst behavior in a way. Yeah, because for the rest of the film, he's not really murdering people. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I mean, he's certainly kills his fair share of people, but generally, it's uh, something that's provoked. Yeah. In this scene, I don't know that it totally is, but that's getting into our next episode. Yeah, we should we should um, hold up a little bit. And and what I think is the most one of the more moving things in this film is this beautiful friendship between Wyatt and Doc. I would agree. And, you know, when I like to think about my good friends like you and what they say about me when I'm not around. Yeah. Like, how's how's Joe doing? <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I saw him uh yeah, I saw him in Milwaukee if, a few weeks ago. Yeah, he makes me laugh. <laughs> oh. All right, that's it. I, I I enjoy that comment by Wyatt. I enjoy how he's like, I missed him. And then Virgil's like, I don't. And Wyatt's like, he makes me laugh. That's sometimes enough. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> True, it's just kind of strange, strange line. Yeah. He makes me laugh. He makes me laugh. Um, you know what we should start to look at? We should see if Wyatt laughs at anything Doc says for the rest of the movie. Oh, that's a good point. He does I, a little bit. Off the top bit. of my head. He does. I don't know that he does. I think he does. I think he does. Um, but that's a good point. We'll have to put that on the chalkboard. Keep a, yep. keep a tally. I got it right now. Um, <clears throat> the other thing here, man, I have a lot to say about Morgan Earp. Yeah, I know he's your favorite. No, he's not. And well, it makes me sad. Favorite to, talk, favorite to complain about. My son's middle name is Morgan. I gave him that name. Um and, after Morgan Earp, interesting. Oh, not after, and I, and because I gave him that's his middle name, I always like whenever I see Morgan, I'm like, oh, Morgan. And my dad's middle name was Morgan as well. But man, this Morgan is such a man child. And like this sequence ends with him just <laughs> he's been eating his apple, and then he just like <laughs> throws it over the train of like, yeah! woo, woo. You're like, God, Morgan, you're such an idiot. To be fair, I could totally see your son doing that. Yeah, um, but he's the, three. The yeah, exactly. <laughs> Morgan's a grown man. He was the best looking one, too. According to their uh, mother. Yeah, well, that's a weird that's a weird thing for them to bring up too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's a real weird this like little but it, you know, we we have a walk and talk here. Maybe this movie, you know, this is very you know, we got the walk and talk, we have them walking. I don't think uh I don't think Rambo 2 has any walk and talks. No, that I think this is where Aaron Sorkin came in to punch up the script a little yeah. bit. <laughs> Aaron Sorkin guest directed this minute. 
Yeah, ugh. Can you imagine if Aaron Sorka directed this movie? It would be. It? Should we talk about... Uh, there's a one sequence in here I want to talk about a little bit, and that is... Okay. Uh, I think Wyatt asks Virgil about, like, how did Morgan find his wife? Which is fair, because everything we've seen of Morgan, not the sharpest not the sharpest uh, knife in the drawer. No, I would imagine, like, she just found him sort of wandering around aimlessly in the desert. Just <laughs> throwing apples. Um, he, so, um, Wyatt, either Wyatt or Virgil, I think Virgil says, how we found ours, probably. Now, I cannot confirm this about Allie. Um, the drug dealer girlfriend of Virgil, but Maddie historically was a prostitute. Mm-hmm. So did they all like, is, is he sort of implying that they all found these women as prostitutes? Maybe they are all sisters. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a strange thing. And uh, it's extremely common in these types of movies, not just like Westerns, but sort of like, I don't know anyone who met their wife when they were a prostitute. But how often do you see it in a movie? Yeah. All the time. I think it happens all the time. I guess Tinder's replaced that. <laughs> um, well, there goes one sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe we got one. Who knows? Um, I, I don't – yeah. Yeah, it does happen a lot in movies. A lot of people are meeting people – are like meeting i guess it makes sense i mean there's a lot of brothels during this time to where you go where else are you meeting women that like dances like unless you're getting married when you're 18 you know at like some dance it's probably you're just like oh, i'm gonna go to this brothel maybe i'll meet my future wife i'm a little concerned about maddie uh i don't think that this is movie's gonna go well for her well we've seen her for two minutes and she asked about drugs for both of them yeah, asks for the receipts. And then there's that beautiful moment where they're like posing in front of that window. Yeah. And like it sort of it sort of yep. ends it ends during this minute though, and she's yep. just the only one not smiling the whole time. Ugh. She's got a headache, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. She just... has migraines. And there's only one thing you could do with it. Get some laudum, which to be fair, we should we should give Allie some credit. Even though she did supply the drugs, she gave a warning. Yeah, and we should see if we could get our hands on some laudanum. <laughs> what yeah, do you think much... it is? Is it just booze with opiates mixed into it? I know this is because of these westerns, but like women were always doing them for headaches. Yeah, yeah, it's it's um, it's the drug of choice for like disaffected wives. Yeah, uh, it and I think it's a lot of morphine is in it. I mean, it's really bad. But I think, like, a long time ago, it was sort of like, oh, you have a cough? Here's some laudanum. We'll get rid of it. I'm sure it does work. It's sort of like the Robitussin of the Old West. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, enough about laudanum. Do you have anything else to add for this minute? Uh, no. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited to meet our, our good buddy, Doc. He makes me laugh. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> He's that is actually one of the truest statements in the entire movie. Uh, Doc does make me laugh a lot. It's this is we're about uh, listeners episode twelve. We get to begin speaking about one of the greatest performances in the history of cinema. I actually I'm actually all in on that, and uh, you know we sort of this minute ends with a scene. The chips are down, so to speak. They are. And uh, minute twelve would come back. I think minute twelve through about fifteen or so. 
it's going to be a Doc Holiday week. I'm looking forward minute, to it. Minute 12 with uh, one of America's finest actors and one of America's finest musicians. Yep. Battling, uh, battle of wits. We, we will not reveal who that is until uh, tomorrow for a minute 12. But this has been Minute 11 of Tombstone Minute, and uh, we'll be back.